Excuse me, my name is Tessa. Hi, hi. I think I met like 80% of you and I can now. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, maybe I'll just give you guys a bit of a rundown of kind of my life over the last few years and then I can share what I feel like God was saying. Um, can everyone hear me? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I have a bit of a cold, so my voice has gone a wee bit low and manly. So <laughs> if you can't hear me, just give me a wee wave. <laughs> um, so, I am 21 years old, and I'm from Invercargill, where these guys used to be the lovely, wonderful youth pastors. And um, I finished high school in when? 2012, and I had no idea what I was doing with my life, and so I decided to take a gap year. And I, I actually grew up in a Presbyterian church, so all through, I guess, primary school, up until I was like 11 or 12, I was in my dad's Presbyterian church, and it was like a lot of old ladies, and I would help with the Sunday school and sing hymns and fall asleep sometimes. And <laughs> it, was, it was really lovely, like such wonderful people, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't feel like during that time I had a personal relationship with God because it was, you know, a little maybe above me. Um, and so... Uh, I all through high school actually I went to a different church and it was really awesome really enjoyed it um, and I, I kind of like experienced the Holy Spirit for the first time like kind of the classic Christian kid grew up in a Christian family testimony um, and then um, yeah some, some sad stuff happened in that church and in the end I ended up coming to the church that these guys most of these guys all, all went to um, ICC and um, it was so cool because I felt like through high school I was a Christian because I was a Christian, and because my family was like, you know, that's who we were, and I was a good kid, sometimes, mostly. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then when I came to this church, it was like, all these kids were like, how old, like 17, 18, and they just loved Jesus, like, and it was kind of for real, and it was the most exciting thing for me. I was like, it's actually real, like, people have a relationship with Jesus, they're not just like, yeah. acting like good kids and hoping, I don't know, <laughs> what for, just, you know, it was like real purpose behind it, and I, like, wanted that really bad. I was like, I know how to put on, like, the pastor's kid act and say all the nice things and, like, say the jokes that are funny enough to be, like, a little bit risque but also polite enough to not offend anyone. Like, <laughs> I knew all the right things to say and stuff, but I was, like, really needing Jesus. And so it was really cool. Like, I only spent maybe a year and a bit in ICC, but, man, I was so blessed. Like, awesome leadership, awesome friends, like, just... Everyone was so genuine and really loved Jesus, and it was like the most exciting time for me. Um, and so I <coughs> took a gap year and I did a bit of travelling and blah, 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 and I ended up in YWAM. Um, so do you guys know about YWAM much? Maybe I can explain it all yet. So it's, it's called Youth with a Mission, and there are a lot of youth, but there are also like families and um, some older people, um, and it's, it's really amazing. It's huge. It's worldwide. I think it's the biggest missions organisation... Um, in the world now. I think it's true, And it's yeah. like a lot less organised than most of them. It's really cool. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so I went and did my discipleship training school in Perth. And um, it was so, so cool. It was just like, again, like kind of that heart yearning. And I just felt like God showed up and did all this crazy stuff. Um, I actually think I got healed of, yeah, I did. I got healed of like dairy intolerance on my DTS. That was cool. Yay. Like all this yeah. crazy stuff, like. You know, obviously heart stuff, but, it, you know, it was things I could take home to my non-Christian friends and be like, well, before and now, you know, <laughs> like, it was really an exciting, an exciting time. And after that, I was like, I'm in it for life, like, I want to do missions. So, sorry, on your DTS, you actually go out and do missions for three months and kind of see what kind of things God's calling you to. And it's just so exciting. Um, 
yeah, and so after that I came home for three months, ended up going back to Perth and doing a couple of schools, one to do with children, and then the next one to do with long-term missions, because I had committed to moving to Ethiopia, which I was absolutely terrified about, like, I was like, stuff this, like, find God, I'll go, but I am not happy, <laughs> I was so, so, so scared, I was like, I do not want to move to Africa, I had all these weird plans in my head, um, yeah, but it was, you know, it was a pretty, this was just last year. Um, and I was just so nervous, like, throughout the schools. And I had, like, a, I had a pretty hard year, actually, um, just last year. So I wasn't planning on sharing this. I don't know how applicable it is to what I was going to say. <laughs> I just felt like Jesus told me to share. So, like, last year I actually had pretty bad um, anxiety. And I was pretty nervous about Africa, but there was just lots of other stuff going on. And I was, like, a bit depressed, super anxious. And I just kind of have these, not quite a panic attack, but just where I, I, I couldn't move. Like, i just sit there. Not physically unable, but I'd just be like, well, <laughs> just so overwhelmed with, you know, all the stuff that was going on. And I, I don't know, I think that's probably pretty normal for lots of, like, young adults, but it was scary. And I, um, yeah, like, I, I know God was faithful through that time, but it was hard. It was really, really hard. And I know God was there, and he was still speaking, and he was still, you know, I could feel his presence, but it was scary. And it was, um, it was not until kind of the end of the year that... Um, my leader, she's just amazing. Her name's Amy. She's Australian. She was like, Tessa, do you, do you feel like you have anxiety? Like, is this a thing? Or do you just get anxious sometimes? And I was like, maybe I've got anxiety. I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's hard to talk about kind of thing. And she's like, well, why don't we pray about it? Why don't we ask God to get rid of it? And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, you know, a little bit funny about it. Because I was like, is it just me being dramatic, you know? And actually, I felt like God completely healed me and took it away. Come on. Wow. Awesome. And it, like, so I think in many ways, how, how amazing is that even compared to like, outward stuff is awesome. And it's such a testimony. But like, anxiety, I think so many more people are, you know, affected by stuff like that and by things that they don't quite know how to explain or, you know, stuff that they're like, or can I ask for healing for like depression? You know, stuff like that. And so, I don't know, I just, I felt like God really wanted to share that. Like, there's healing for stuff that, might even not have a name, <coughs> stuff that's like in your head or in your heart or that you don't really know how to talk about or... That's good. Um, yeah. That's good. That's really and I think good. I'm just... Like, I just remember that. I'm blown away. Like, I was like, I haven't felt anxious since the longest time. Like, I don't know. So I just... Yeah. And since moving to Africa, I actually moved to Ethiopia in February of this year. So I've just been there for six months. Like, I feel like he took that away and he just gave me all this confidence and it's like real. And it's so exciting. It's so, so, so exciting. Good. So, like... I'm still mildly awkward, but <laughs> I don't think that's like a clinical thing, I think. That's just me. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, when I moved to Ethiopia, we are actually on tourist visas, so we can only be in the country for three months at a time, which is cool. I went to Kenya. We got to go to Kenya and come back. Um, but so for while we're on a tourist visa, we aren't actually allowed to do very much because the government's a bit you know, strict about who works, which is fair enough. So we've just been studying language and making friends with people on the street and hanging out and going to church and, like, I don't know, it's really cool. I, I find it a little bit frustrating sometimes because I'm like, I just want to get out there and do some stuff. But, like, just praying and being with Jesus and pretending that I love language learning is actually really, really <laughs> cool. I hate school so much. Love the language, hate school. Uh, and, um... Yeah, so it's just been like a really good learning thing, I think, for me. Um, and I suppose I just want to share all that stuff because I think we have a bit of a funny idea of missionaries, or at least I, I still have 
I'm still like, oh crap, I'm dressed like a missionary today, I need to go change. Like, I don't want to be the cliche, you know, I'm like, long skirt, dang it, like, jeans, jeans. And, you know, like, I really still don't want to be that, that like, cliched missionary, but I think in the Western world we often have, like, this real thing of, like, they're so holy and they don't have any problems and stuff, but actually we're, like, 21-year-old kids that don't really know what we're doing sometimes. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Uh, so... Um, I'm, I'm in a team of four. We're from a 20-year-old guy from America, a 31-year-old girl from Australia, and she's our leader, and then um, a 37-year-old girl from France. And they're just amazing. Like, it's just the coolest. It's like family. You're just learning how to be family for a wee bit before we get our business visas or whatever you do. Um, and it's so much fun. Like, I just love them. Um, <coughs> so it's kind of, like, bittersweet because I still am a bit of a pansy and I get really homesick. And miss my mum, but it actually is like family to family. So it's really nice coming home and going back and yeah. Um so it's been a really cool time. And the last two months actually that we were there, we hosted some teams. Um so they came to a short time for like a month and did some stuff. It was so, so much fun. Like hospo is kinda of my jam. And so I would like make lots of cups of teas and make welcome cards and like dance around and get excited. <laughs> it was heaps of fun. Um but yeah, we planned to like do some English teaching and um, started discipleship training school in Addis Ababa, which is the capital city where we're living. And so I'm pretty excited about all the stuff coming up. It's pretty cool. So that's kind of where I'm at. That might be a bit of context for the stuff that I want to share. Um, yeah. So basically, like, something that I feel like God has been teaching me um, throughout my time of rest, or what I feel like is inaction sometimes, is... Um, just kind of the stuff that we, I think we all know, but we all also act in the opposite way than we know, you know what I mean? Um, is like, when we know God, our actions show that we know God. And the way that we act shows that we know God. Um, you know, like not, just, not just that I lift this up for Ray and put it where he wants it, but that I lift it up with kindness because I, I love Ray and he's cool and um, I love Jesus and you know what I mean? So it's like really the way that we do stuff. She said I'm cool. <laughs> it's recorded so I won't say it again. <laughs> um, and I, I think I've just been thinking about this lots because all I want all I want when I'm in Ethiopia is like let's get out and do something like there's a flipping orphanage around the corner from our house and I'm like can we just go for like a day you know and we're not allowed because we'll get arrested and get kicked out of the country so no but um, I think just this real thing of like you know finding your identity in your actions and I've heard so many sermons on it every time I'm like, heck yeah, that's the stuff. And then I don't know how to put it into play. Because mm. I'm like, really good. action is my life. Like, you know, we work at jobs and we look after our nieces and nephews and our kids. And like we, you know, there's all the stuff that we do. And it's good because you've got to live life. But um, I think God's just been teaching me like, actually, those actions are all kind of really ugly when you're not doing them through my love and by my, um, what do you call it, like, energy kind of thing because wow. um, I, I think since being in Ethiopia especially like stuff there without Jesus is draining and yeah. so where we, where we live and the way we walk to school is along this kind of main road and we live in quite a poor part of the city so we walk past these street kids and they're just the sweetest little things like they still have just these faces of innocence they're so gorgeous and they'll run up and hug you and um, you know they just want to play games and they're not like I don't think they fully understand the reality of their situation and I think a lot of them have Jesus. You know, they, you can see it. They're just, like, beautiful. And um, 
So without God, you know, there are mornings that I don't spend time with God and I'm like, oh, well, I slept in and I need to eat breakfast and whatever. Mornings when I don't spend time with God, I just, it's overwhelming. I walk down the street and I'm like, I can't even look at these kids like, God, what are you doing? Where are you in this situation? And I'm overwhelmed and I'm like, you know, people ask for money and I'm like, I just can't. Like, <laughs> this is, you know, it's too much. And then there are mornings when I do spend time with God and I'm filled with this joy and it's not like, you know, I'm still a wee bit rude and annoying and everything. It doesn't make me a perfect person. But I love these kids and I'm, like, able to sit and play with them even if I'm going to be late. And I'm able to, like, talk to people and try out my language. And, like, I'm not saying we spend time with God because he makes us able. But what a beautiful side effect. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So good. So good. And, um, yeah, I've, been, I've just been so blessed learning that because... One of the big things I say about people going into missions, aside from like telling you all the funny stories about people taking their coffins in the old days to be missionaries, I'm like, that's not funny. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, is like one of the big things that they say is if you aren't there for God and if you aren't there in relationship with God, you're gonna you're gonna run out of go. You're gonna lose. You're gonna burn out and have a very hard time and hate the people and hate everything. And like that sounds really harsh. But honestly, like, it's true. We, we, we are horrible people without Jesus. Or at least I am. <laughs> Sometimes I go downstairs and I haven't, like, had a bit of time, like, reading my Bible or praying or whatever. And I'm like, you know, like, I'm just a bit of a psycho. And they're like, Tessa, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm going to go back upstairs for a wee bit. <laughs> like, um, it can be really as easy as that. Like, how you treat your family and your teammates and your friends. But as well, just, like, you live your life a different way. And I feel like when I spend time with God and when I'm a bit more kind of in tune with hearing the Holy Spirit because I've, I've been listening and I've been trying and I've been sitting with Him, like, life is easier and it's more effortless to love people and it's more effortless to serve. And I love serving, but when I try and do it kind of on my own steam, I'm like, I freaking hate these guys. Like, no one's happy with the dishes. Like, I get really cranky. And I don't know, it sounds really silly and really simple, but, like, I've just noticed in such a massive way in every aspect of my life, like when when I'm when I'm with God and when I'm talking to Him and stuff, I'm a joyful person, <laughs> and I yeah, life is just honestly easier. And I don't mean that hard stuff doesn't happen because it most certainly has happened to all of us, I'm sure. Um, but like, there's just such grace, and I think what what I feel like God was saying was, yes, He makes these amazing promises in the Bible, and they're beautiful. And I think we can get really discouraged when we don't see them kind of come to fruition immediately um, and I would always kind of be like well God said this and I don't see it and I would get really gutted and be like I know he's faithful but I'm not you know I'm not experiencing it but I think what God has been training me in is my response to that really and so good. whether that is just simply spending time with him in the morning or whether it's reading a promise and saying I don't see that and getting into prayer and being like God I don't see it but I know you promised it I know you're good I know you're faithful and really going after it and I think like, one of the big things in Ethiopia is apathy, is that you just kind of are like, what can I do? You just sit, you know? And that, that has been a, a struggle for me, because, you know, coming out of this place of feeling anxious and not being able to act, like, it's a real challenge. And so I feel like God's been teaching me to fight actively against that and to say, God, like, I'm chasing after you today. And honestly, I've not very, done a very good job, but I feel like as someone that's kind of in the midst of that, I really want to encourage you guys to try as well. Like So good. He, man, he gives you strength when you go after him. And sometimes I'm, I'm, it's literally like a physical standing up. I'll sit on my bed and I'm like, God, help. 
And he's like, stand up. And I'm like, no, I'm tired. <laughs> he's like, just stand up. <laughs> but, he, you know, he talks way nicer than that. But, um, and so, I, you know, I stand up. And he, he often gets me to just, like, rather than being all pathetic and sitting down and trying to pray and worship, like, he's like, stand up and worship. And it's, it's amazing. Like, I don't know. It's just so cool, like, when, when God <coughs> gives you something really simple to do and you chase after him in the little weak you know, ability that you have, man, he blows it out of the water. Like, he times it by 100. And that's what, I, that's what I've seen. And it's just, I don't know, I feel so, like, humbled because I'm a pretty crap missionary. And <laughs> God's a really, really good one. <laughs> and he is amazing. And, yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm waffling now, so have a look what I was going to say. Yeah, okay, so I've got this, like, this wee Bible verse that you guys probably know. Um, Matthew seven sixteen. Has everyone got a Bible? So I should just try to just read it. Do both. Okay. It's Matthew seven sixteen, one six. Um, you can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? And I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> I like that's just such a simple way to to take that. But I'm like. Are we people that love Jesus and that represent him and that good things come out of a good place or are we putting on a show and pretending to have good fruit when we're ugly on the inside and we're not spending time with Jesus and we're not real Christians? <laughs> Sorry to drop the real Christians. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are we in real relationship with God or are we putting on a show? Um, yeah. And the other one... Sorry. Do you want, to, want me to wait? Oh, no. I've, I've literally... I seem to have... Um, oh glued my Bible pages together. No, I didn't want to rip it in front of you, but now you've sort of pointed it out, and I feel we'll a little embarrassed. We'll move on. <laughs> I got there. It's okay. No, move on. Yeah. So John 13, 35. Well, I just got to Matthew. Okay. Um, John 13, 35. So the NIV one says... By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And I skipped out the first week, but he's talking about the way that you act, obviously. Um, I guess everyone knows that one. I had to look it up. Um, but yeah, just like by your actions, they will know that you're a disciple of Jesus. And isn't that the coolest? Like, I love that saying. My dad always says, um, preach the gospel if necessary, use words. And I'm like, yes, like, I love that. Like, you know, if you can preach the gospel using actions and showing people love, like, I think often that speaks... Um, so much more loudly than like preaching the gospel to someone and being like, did my job, peace out. Like, <laughs> just really like, I don't know, the gospel is action. It's not lovely words that say Jesus died on a cross for you. Now, you know, colour in your cross. It's like, it's like, you know, love and action speaks so loud and it makes me so excited. And I love seeing people that are like, you're different. Like, and I know that's such a cliche, but it happens. Like, when you represent Jesus, people are like, why are you doing this? And like, why don't you speak like those guys that you work with? Or why don't you, um, you know, why did you stop on the street to help this person that fell over? Like, and people really notice. And I think, why wouldn't we take an opportunity to show the love of Jesus and then have people ask questions when, you know, it's a bit less scary than just going up to someone and saying, G'day, my name's Tessa. Do you know Jesus? Clearly. Pretty sure. <laughs> Evangelism 101. I've got a car. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just blown away by God and the simplicity of the things that he's shown me. Um, it's really good, Tessa. The other version, it's not that different, but I like this one. 
the NLT says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. So it's not even in there, it's not even just action, but it's the way you love people. And so it's the way that you, you know, I just said a lot of things, but it's all of that. Um, yeah, so I guess, I don't know, my encouragement to you guys is just um, hang out with Jesus more. And, like, I think it's just so much easier to be, um, to love Jesus and be obedient than it is to do stuff. And you, you know, you can last longer that way. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think that's all I really want to share, but I don't know.